Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good Karma Brands radio station. New hours run with three now, crosstalk every day with Waddle and Sylvie, starting a little bit after 2.30. Get a little bit longer of a crosstalk with the boys. They have a longer crosstalk at the end of their show after six with Chris and Adam. Black and Abdallah will be on starting at 6:30 tonight. The ESPN.com crew assembled its top 50 free agents going into the NFL season. Once the Super Bowl's over and when the new year league starts, the new league year, Yurko I can't speak. The new league year begins. It begins March March the 13th, good kid. Right, and March 11th is the tampering period. The two-day tampering period ah, starts on March 11th. The good old tampering March period. March 13th, 100% correct, oh. 3 o'clock our time on Wednesday, March 13th. And that's when free agency starts. Then, correct. Right? Guys can sign on March 13th. It's tricky doing these lists because, like, you can rank them, but, yeah. oh, the Bears get that guy or that guy or that guy. Don't forget about the franchise tag. Franchise now, tag. Now, five guys got franchised last year. Right, it doesn't get put into play a ton. Right. You know, Saquon be, got franchised. Josh Jacobs got franchised last year. Tony know, Pollard, I believe, got franchised. Tony Pollard. So three of them were running backs because you franchise a running back. The, it's not going to kill you. Right. It's cost of Franchise a wide receiver, and it's going to cost you in the 20-plus million dollars. Franchise a cornerback. It's going to cost you some money, too. Yeah. Franchise a tight end. Won't kill you. No, won't kill you. Top paid tight end. Go. Name him. Come on. Uh, is it Kelsey? No, it's no, not Travis on, Kelsey. Hold on, hold on. Kelsey's about fourth or fifth. Uh, so it's somebody who signed more recently. Last year he signed. Uh, it is uh, uh, it is the kid in Jacksonville. Uh, uh, that's Evan Ingram? Evan Ingram? No. But you're close. Who left the team, went to another team, and signed a contract? And he was great. And then he got hurt. <laughs> Last name begins with a W. It was Darren Waller. Yes. No, there Darren you Waller. go. 17 million a year. 17 million? Yeah, and it could be Evan Ingram. He might be right there. It's close to 17 million, too. It might be close. Yeah, because he signed a contract last year. Yes. Evan Ingram. So, close. and Evan Ingram, uh, congratulations. With Kelsey now in the Super Bowl, Evan Ingram gets announced as a guy that replaces Travis Kelsey to go to the Pro Bowl. Look at that. So now he's a Pro Bowler. This weekend is the Pro Bowl. Yeah, yeah, now you're a Pro Bowl. Yeah, congratulations. He Goody made the for Super you. Bowl. You get to come to the Pro Bowl and you get a little star next to your name well, good for uh, you. in Pro Football Reference, like you actually earned a chance to go to the Pro Bowl instead of somebody made the Super Bowl and you get to go. I mean, Mitch has a star. Yeah. Eesh. Mitch does have a star. Eesh. Seven quarterbacks decide not to go, and Mitch Trubisky had a chance to go play in the Pro Bowl. Now that it's not in Hawaii, who the hell wants to go home? Yeah, where is it? Orlando now, right? Yeah, I mean, who yeah. cares about it? It's not even a game anymore. No, it's, it's like yeah. I think it's Tiddlywinks, it's Dars, it's Nine Ball, right? Nine Ball, Nine Ball, and then uh, obviously cornholing because NFL players are great at cornholing. So you've got all that going on. Uh, I don't even think they have a football involved anymore in any of these games. Isn't it a flag football game? And or I think do I have that wrong? It's five oh one double in double out. <laughs> yeah, in the darts. They're not going to play the, the game that takes forever. What is that game that takes forever? you got to uh, close cricket? it out. Cricket, yeah. yeah. No cricket. They'll be there forever at the bar. Did you say Twister, Everybody. too? Twister. Yeah, yeah. Twister. But the game naked, of Twister naked with the big guys? Twister. Yeah, with big the guys. Fellas, the big guys. Twister with Jocks naked only? Twister. Handles are already there. Jocks only. Yeah. 
Naked Twister, jocks only. Right. Don't, did, wait, am I wrong? Isn't it a flag football game? Yeah, or, it is a flag football game. It's barely football. It's barely football is even involved it's anymore. Stupid. 20 million people will watch. Yeah, right. and, that, and, and that's the thing. It'll have more viewers than the NBA Finals. <laughs> did, you ever, uh, did you ever play jacks? I never, uh, when we were a little jack. Kid. I never understood how to play jacks. Yeah. You bounce you the bounce ball, the you pick the jacks up, right? How many you got to pick up? be quick. But there was a, I'm trying to remember, I haven't played jack since I'm 10 years old. I can old. bounce I don't it know. up to the sky. What was the problem? I, I don't really remember, to right. be honest. I don't, Yerk. I mean, I I, we used to play, but I don't really remember. Shoots and ladders, another game that was rejected. They didn't want to play shoots what, and ladders. What about Candyland? Nope, not even Candyland. We do a top five board games. We will. Time. We will one day. We will. As soon as we go to Olive Garden, we'll go. We'll play the top five board right, games. We might go next week. Not until. Well, just keep delaying it, guys. That's what I'm going to try to do. Yeah, keep delaying it. That Carm. is my want. Maybe we'll I go to Detroit. I thought we set a date. I thought Did we, we had do a date next too? Wednesday? Is that what we said? If you guys I, I, free, I thought yeah. we had a way. I thought we had a date. I think we might do it next Wednesday. All right. Yeah. It's going to be a great night for you, man. <sighs> You'll be okay, Carm. Don't be so disgusted. Can, I get, a, can I get a glass of Chianti to wash down? You can get whatever glass of Erno Gallo you want, okay? <laughs> whatever glass of Gallo. It comes in the big one-gallon drum. The big, yeah, the big... One gallon? Yes, yes, you can. And can we go over this free agent yeah, list? You've delayed sure. this enough. I, I have? Yes. They've got Chris Jones ranked number one on the list. Defensive that lineman. Deal. He's going to be 30 next year, I believe, Carm. He'll be age 30. Big fella. Uh, had the big knee brace on during the game. It's a little area of concern. Guys don't get healthier. I don't know if you can give him a four-year, five-year contract. That's the one area of concern. Three-year deal might be the max, but you're going to have to pay him. Go. By the way, the Amenihu loss uh, opposite of Chris Jones is huge for Kansas City. I didn't, you know, we were talking about it yesterday late in our show. I heard Waddle and Sylvie mention it when I was in the car. He did indeed tear his else, uh, tear ACL. His ACL. Yeah, that is a devastating loss. I mean, he was awesome when he which, came back from the suspension. Right, which means he forced the fumble the other day. Yes, like, he, he was, did. He was great. Which means his ACL won't be healed probably until. Beginning of November next year. And so I'd be like a free agent addition. You know, if yeah. you pick somebody up in a trade, he won't be available till November, maybe mid November next year. Mm. Remember, I'm, football players come back from ACLs quicker. All right. I mean, because they want to play. Most guys come back. That's why, because they want to play. Okay. Yeah. We're still doing I this. know. I mean, I, I, I know. What's his name? He's really making an effort. Oh, what a tough kid. No, that's not an ACL. What though. a tough that, kid. That kid's got a degenerative yeah. knee. I yeah. mean, Oh, stop. So that's, that, that's shameful. Do you think any of these knees that they come back from injury aren't degenerating at that point? But I think his is a lot more serious yeah. than a torn lig. Like, it's not an ACL injury. Yeah. Okay. Oh, why do you got to be yeah, a jerk? He's been on scholarship for two and a half years. Terrible. Just terrible. Go ahead. Number two on the list is just not getting away from his team, right? He's too young and he's too good. Josh Allen. Not the quarterback, the edge rusher from Jacksonville. The edge rusher from Jayville, number 44, I believe. He, not going anywhere. He's just too good. Number 40 right? or 44, one of the two. Not going anywhere. Young, too, 25? 27. 27, 27. Yeah, okay. He's going to be going into his age 27. 27. He's too you young go. and too good. He ain't going anywhere. Kirk Cousins, number three. Uh, 36 years old. Seems high on the list for me, but okay. Season, veteran, quarterback. He was awesome last year, too, before he got hurt. Carm, if you're a team looking to upgrade your quarterback position, you don't like where you're at, uh, $40 million gets the job done, if I had to guess. Mm. So if you, if you want a veteran quarterback for a team that's a veteran team, you might be able to find a fit for him to play better quarterback than the guy you got. Justin Matabike, uh, in his fourth year, really came on for the Ravens this year. I'd be surprised if they let him get away in the interior of that line. 
this is like this is what you're hoping for. You draft a kid. I think in the third round. I think mm-hmm. he was drafted. How old is he? He's tw- he'll be 26 next year. Yeah, like this is prime, right? Like he yeah. coming off his best year. Like seems like a pretty damn good player. Yeah, his, be surprised if he gets away. His next five years are the ones that are his prime years. I might be surprised if this guy gets away from Miami. You know, for all the issues they had on the edge with all the injuries they had. Yep. The one stud they still had inside all the way to the end was Christian Wilkins. He was great this year. He'll, he'll be going into his age 28 season. Uh, Brian Burns, number six on the list. He's Carolina. We kind of did this song and dance with Burns last year. Yes, yep. we did. He'll be age 26 next year. He's terrific. I'd be surprised if they let him get away. T. Higgins is an interesting one. It's, he's seven. He'd look great in a Bears uniform. Why would Cincinnati not retain him with the very, at the very least with the franchise tag? You know, he had a little bit of an injury-plagued year. I, mean, I shouldn't say injury-plagued. I think he missed three or four games. It's not like it was a complete wash. I'll have to go back and double-check. He missed some games this year. But he's just a beast. That, that body, that 6'4 body, that catch radius, everything else. Daniel Hunter, number eight on the list, Yerk. That's the guy I Minnesota. like. You, you really like Daniel I Hunter? I like him. You think he's a good fit for the Bears? I think he is, yeah. I think he's a great fit for the Bears. Number nine is a Bear. It's not a surprise. It's Jalen Johnson. He's sure. coming off his best year. He was one of the highest-graded corners in the league, according to PFF this year. They'll pay him. Yeah, Bears are going to pay him. Yeah. He's either getting the franchise tag or they're going to pay him. That's right. Jalen Johnson's not going to be getting away this offseason. I, I, I believe he'll be here. Yes. And then number 10 on the list, I can't see Tampa letting him get away. That's Antoine Winfield Jr. He's a stud. Safety? Yes. Yeah. He's a stud. He's a versatile stud. Can't see him getting Where away. Where does Tevin Jenkins appear on that list? Is Jenkins a free Jenkins agent? Free. I Let's he see. Start doing the math. He was a second-round pick, and this was year four, right? Yeah. So he would be. I right? believe so. Wasn't this year four for Tevin? I, I believe so. Was he a Cole Komet? Was he part of that Cole Komet thing? Or no, Cole Komet was by himself. Tevin was this Jenkins year three? Or... This might have been year three for Tevin. Yeah, it might be. Either way, at some point, they got to resign him. Uh, at some point, they do. And at some point, I think they will. I'm guessing this is probably year three for Tevin, right? Yeah. He had the weird first year. Last year, they salvaged him. This year, we realized when he's healthy and on the field, he's really good. So he's only going to year yeah, four. He got he, a year. Yeah, four-year deal, 8-3 contract with Chicago, including a 24 earn a base and carry a hit and a dead cap value of 865. So I got to find out what 2024 looks like. Yeah, this, yeah he doesn't be become a free agent until 25. You got another year. This will be year four yep. for Tevin. Yep. Jenkins is the biggest one for the Bears. Uh, well, that's not bad. Then you could save that. Yep. So I thought that was something you had to address. No, no, you're, you good. you're good there. Right. They could save some money by redoing or just letting Eddie Jackson go. That's already going to happen. That, would, that's going to happen. I think so. White hair's gone. White hair probably Eddie gone Jackson's to save a little gone. bit of money. Lucas Patrick's gone. That comes off the books totally. He's right. a free agent. Yeah. You know, other names to keep an eye on for the Bears. Some people have linked Mike Evans to the Bears. He's going to be 31 next year. Yeah, but is that a DeAndre Hopkins-like deal at this point? Two years, $28 million, $14 million a year, right? Yeah. Isn't that what it is at this age? I don't, I'm don't. i not going to pay for what he's done for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm going to pay for what he's going to do to the new team. Mm. And I think DeAndre Hopkins ended up making about $14 million last year. Sounds probably so about that, right. That, that's remember how he waited such a long time decided to do, he, he he decided to sign with Tennessee. Yes, late. Uh, I'm going to Tennessee late uh, because we're not going to make the playoffs, and that's where I want to be. I don't get it. Chase Young is 15 on the list again. That's another one that some have wondered. You know, could there be a, a, reu, uh, a reuniting of Montez Sweat and? 
Chase Young. Chase Young to me has not been great so far. Did in you this see post-season? the play Jameer Gibbs? Uh, Jameer Gibbs ran in for a touchdown. Yes. Did you see the play? Yes. Did you see the effort from Chase Young on that individual play? I did. I think it's been a little bit of a problem. Lollygagging. Yeah. What we have here is a lollygag. Lollygagger. You got lollygagging going on. You can't have that. Why are you not motivated in an NFC Championship game if you're playing with a new team? Why? What possibly would stop you from being motivated and flying all over the football field? uh, And he wasn't the only one lollygagging on that play. That's when San Francisco was sleepwalking through the first quarter and a half of that football game. Yeah, There was a lot of lollygagging going on. And then just one more name in the top 20 to keep an eye on for the Bears. One more name. And it's a name, it's like we did the, we were talking last week about the list of the top win percentage guys, the pat, the edge rushers in the NFL. And as I was talking about the list with Yerko, I said, there is one outlier. And this guy came on in his fourth year. He's now a free agent. Yeah. And it's like, was it just because he was playing for a contract? Bryce Huff in New York with the Jets, who was metrically fantastic this year. Mm-hmm. And I think that'd be a surprise to a lot of people. Uh, he never started a game in his first three years in the NFL. The mostly rotational guy. He had 10 sacks this year. He had 21 quarterback hits this year. Again, from an advanced metric standpoint, he was kind of a, like a darling in the analytics community this year. But that's one year out of four. Now he's only going to be 26. But I think it's an interesting name because there could be some, I don't know, bargain. That's not the right word. But in terms of the pass, rusher, pass rushers who have more name recognition and might get bigger deals, yeah. One to follow is an interesting, hmm, maybe, as the Bears look to beef, beef up the other side of that line to help Montez sweat. Because you know they'd love to add another pass rusher. I, I believe they will. I, I already told you the guy I like. Daniel Hunter, you yeah, like? I like him. Possibly. Possibly. That Jets defensive line is pretty good. The team's no good. But right, the but Jets defensive, defensive line is pretty good, right? You're right. You got guys that draw some attention on the inside, do you not? Yes, you do. I do believe that they're, they're a pretty good defense. Oh, so that's good. just a little something to throw up into the air mm-hmm. to feel like. You know that everybody I keep hearing, Carmen, I know your theory and you know my theory. Saquon Barkley. Oh, come on. For the Bears, it's nonsense. For what? It makes, the, what were they two years ago? They were the number one rushing team in the league. What were they last year? They were top three. Yes. And, and, mo- and even like if you, and I'll get well, you their what, EPA numbers. That, blankety blank, 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 blank. Do I need Saquon Barkley for? No, 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 no. Stop. Just stop. Now, Frisco gave up an arm and a leg to go ahead and get Christian McCaffrey. Seventh round draft choice by Kansas City for Isaiah Pacheco. Yes. Who's doing it right? Uh, Kansas City. Who's doing it right? The Bears have done it right, quite frankly. Yeah, thank heavens. They found a, a terrific player in David Montgomery. They yes. also were smart enough to say, David, thank yeah. you. We're, we, they found a, a suitable replacement right. and more than capable replacement in Kula Herbert. Certainly, Justin helps their EPA numbers and their rush offense. I get that. Uh, the Bears were top 10 again this year in rush EPA. Uh, if you look at the back half of the season, they graded out even better. They were just outside the top 10 in rushing success rate. In And then I'll get you some of the, just the old metrics, too. Last year, they were top three, I believe, in both of those, or two years ago. And then if you look at some of the old school statistics, Yerk, and there's nothing wrong with putting it all together. The Bears rushing offense, uh, where are we? Yards per attempt, the Bears were sixth. And 
in pro football references expected point metric chart, they were fifth. I mean, there's no problem with the Bears' rushing attack. There's really not. They were second in overall yards behind Baltimore. Something I wanted to point out, that just it just dawned on me now. You want to save it for a minute while we take a quick break? I'll save it for a minute, yeah. Take but I, I, you want to hear this okay. because, it, it, to me, watching it, it was amazing. Save it. We'll no. talk about that when we come back, and we'll start grabbing more of your phone calls. We'll be right back. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. This is Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN, ESPN Chicago. All right, so what had you surprised or thinking? No, it had me flummoxed a little flummoxed. bit. Flummoxed. Flummoxed. Great word. And it had me um, wonderfully surprised at the way the quarterback handled it. And that snaps that were coming from the center from the Kansas City Chiefs in the shotgun. He rolled two of them back there. You know who didn't skip a beat? Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. What did he do? He shoveled it up, got the ball in his hands, got the laces where they needed to be, and chucked the ball down the football field. No crying about the center making a little snap. No, oh my God, I can't believe that he's got to get better snaps back there. What they focused on was the ability of Patrick Mahomes to scoop it up, get the ball in, get his rhythm down, and get the ball off. Got it. Okay, let's do that. Why do we got to cry about things? Let's do that quarterback. Things are going to happen in the game. Let's get the ball in wherever it's at. Let's get it, corral it, and go to business. Yeah. Let's get down. Let's get down, down to business. Let's get down to business. That's yeah. what we've got to do. Got to quit whining about everything else. Blocks are going to get missed. Guess what you got to do? Bam! Avoid it and get the ball out. Chuck it down the field. Yeah. Put your team in a position to play. Guy ran a wrong route. What'd they do? They found a way to overcome it. Let's overcome this stuff. Let's not just use it as a crutch all the time for why performance isn't there at all positions. Idemo, let's go. What are we doing? All right. Nothing but crying all the time. We're fired up. Wah, wah. Enough of the wah, wah. Let's overcome. Let's adapt. Let's make things happen. Well, when you've got Mahomes, you can do a lot of those things. There's, oh, yeah. Uh, there's well, he's next... better than the average bear. What did he, he play? Is. Baseball? What did he shortstop? He played shortstop. Connor? Was he a point guard? Well, yeah, he was a gonna... point guard. He's a point guard, too? The guy played everything? Did he throw a shot? He was a three. Any chance he sport... threw a shot put in track? I don't know, but he no? was a three sports star. Maybe in through the discus. How about the hammer? Is he I a hammer thrower, don't maybe? Know. You sure? I don't know, but I know he was a three sport varsity athlete, which is not a shock in high school. Did they, him and his wife go to high school together? I believe they did. Maybe she knows whether he throws the hammer or not. I bet she knows all right. <laughs> she's very good flex. You. <laughs> I bet she's. Yeah, bad. she's. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure she's familiar. Hello. How are you? Uh, yeah, that's uh, a Stanley yes, hammer, that, too, no, by I'm, the way. Okay. Yeah, I'm, you can get those at the local uh, Ace Hardware car. Yeah, I have a Stanley. Yeah. I'm not surprised. <laughs> the power drill? Well, they no, have I have um, a Makita power drills. So Beautiful. Actually, yeah. Jake goes with uh, Milwaukee. Those are good, too, right? Yeah. I myself opted for Bosch. Okay. Yeah. Well, listen, whatever floats your yeah, boat. Yeah, whatever floats your boat, man. Jim's in Winnetka on ESPN 1000. What's up, Jim? Hey, guys. I know it's been talked about before. Oh, and congratulations on your uh, on your additional hour. Thank but, you. I uh, appreciate that. Do you think, it would, do you think Fields, uh, we could keep Fields and draft Caleb? I mean, Fields gets injured and... Caleb could play and probably use a year in the NFL before he's just shoved onto the field. And maybe we, maybe Fields would gain draft capital if we ended up 
trading him and Caleb looked good. Is that even on the radar? Uh, okay, Jim, thanks. I, I doubt it. I don't think you're drafting Caleb Williams number one overall and keeping Justin Fields here. I think it's an awkward situation for both. You draft a guy number one, and I know you can look at Green Bay's track record. They seem to do it right, but they've also had those first-round picks sitting behind Hall of Fame players. That's not the case here. You draft a guy number one, he's going to play. I mean, Anthony Richardson started the year. C.J. Yeah. Stroud started the year. Bryce Young started oh, yeah. the year. Trevor Lawrence started the year. Yeah, and that's, Joe Burrow started. In that I mean, scenario, you're not keeping Justin Fields no, here. I'm you're, sorry. you're just not. That scenario. Yeah. Other scenarios where you're taking somebody in the second or the third round as quarterback, then you're keeping Justin Fields here. He's going to the quarterback. Then you're developing a younger quarterback depending upon what's going to happen in the future. Now, that could be. Justin's in Hobart. Hey, Justin. Hey, Carmen. Good kid. How are you guys? Good, man. How are you? Good. Hey, you guys were talking earlier about uh, first-round quarterbacks, and I was curious. I wanted to look up the stats and see how many had actually made it to the Super Bowl. So the list I found, there's been 26 first overall quarterbacks since 1967. Ten of them have went to a Super Bowl, and seven of them have actually won. So that's a 38% chance of a first overall quarterback going to a Super Bowl. First overall quarterback. Yeah, it's for first overall quarterbacks. Yeah, and uh, thanks for dropping the, the knowledge and the, the math on us. Shane Norling was texting me something similar, Justin. I didn't know off the top of my head what the percentage is. But, again, of course there are going to be more non-number one overall picks. It That's simply think about the pool of the players. The, yeah, I mean, come on. That's why I extended to the first round, first two rounds. Quarterbacks taking the first two rounds. Yeah, and I think you'd see that even grow more. You would would hope. You would think. I would think. Or top ten quarterbacks even, for crying out loud. Mahomes was still the tenth overall player taken. I mean, that's a high draft pick, you know. Uh, But, yeah, of course you're not going to have as high a number of just strictly number one overall picks. You're talking about a much smaller pool of player. Like Jake DeLome wasn't a first-round pick no, or he a second-round pick. He was further down the, the draft aisle. He'd be a quarterback that was not taken in the first two rounds, in my analyses, and see what the numbers are in that regard. Jake DeLome uh, was not even drafted. Yeah. That's, so, that's incredible. So there you go. Uh, Romo was not drafted, but never made a never Super made Bowl. Never made a Super Bowl. Brock Purdy was the last player drafted. Last he's, player drafted. he's in the Super Bowl. He's in a Super Bowl. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo was in a Super Bowl, taken in the second round. Second round. Yeah, right, just, yeah. you know, spitball, thinking about what we have. Or uh, Matt Stafford taking in the first round Super number Bowl. Number one overall, right? right? Yeah. Stafford's number one overall. Well, it said Super Bowl. Yeah, Super yeah, Bowl. Jared Goff Super has Bowl. played in a Super Bowl. Yes. And almost got to another one, which is impressive for, Matt, uh, for Jared Goff. Yeah, Matt Stafford, number one overall, 2009. Uh, Peyton Manning, obviously, number one. Ben Roethlisberger was a first-round pick. Aaron Rodgers was a first-round pick. Uh, the, uh, Russell Wilson, not a first or second-round pick. Third-rounder? Right. Yeah, I believe sure. so, yeah. I'm pretty sure a third-rounder. But you go back there and you take a look at all that list and put them there where they were drafted and see how many guys were in the first, what's the percentage, how many of the guys ended up on the winning side, how many on the losing side. It's a great statistical analysis if you're sitting bored one day. True. And you want to just sit there and chart all that silliness. And you can. Uh, or you can go to the computer and you can type in all that stuff and then it'll just automatically do it for you. Filters help. Once yeah. we get through our quiz. Yes. Yes, our, our beautiful computer quiz. Thanks for calling, Justin. Marty's in Georgia. What up, Marty? Marty! How you doing today? Great. How are you? Midnight, Marty. I'm great. Um, <clears throat> my question is this. I would like to compare Caleb Williams to Ryan Leaf. Not from a physical standpoint because they both had the physical tools to be great quarterbacks. 
it's the mental part where I think Ryan Leaf faltered, and there's a possibility that Caleb Williams can because of all of all the stories that have come out of when he was playing college ball, of how he was reacting to losses and stuff like that. Because if you can't handle it mentally and be mature enough to do that, usually you're going to have a big drop-off. Yeah, what are your thoughts? The Bears have to figure that out, Marty. It's a big component. How many stories are there of... I mean, Chris Black is the USC fan. He tracks and follows USC very closely. And I know we've discussed these certain things about Caleb. I mean, there's maybe some quirks in the personality, and we saw some things during the regular season that you know, maybe raise a red flag or two. But it's funny. Every time anybody comes on this radio station, we pick their brain that's somewhat tied into the NFL. They're like, we hear nothing but good things about him. His teammates love him. His coaches say he works really hard. Chris, I mean, are there yeah. – how many like serious questions are there about his – you know, sort of mental capabilities uh, and what he's like as a as a teammate and a guy in the locker room out of, out of USC? Uh, I don't think there's too many, to be honest. I, I think the issues that they had this past season was, like, focusing in on the actual football. So whether or not that's, like, your team's not good enough to accomplish the task, whether or not there's too much uh, celebrity taking place in mm-hmm. Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I've... I haven't seen, and I read a lot about the team, like anything where he was like a bad guy in the locker room. Right. Thank I think you. I think all this stuff is like stuff that we all saw. We saw uh, the nail polish on the fingers, yeah. and, and like yeah. I, I think the thing to point out with that was he was. So this started last year, and it, it morphed from nail polish to like there's a company that makes decals that are stickers that he puts on his fingernails. And, okay, if that's not your cup of tea, I, I totally understand that. Emojis? Is he putting emojis? Yeah, yeah. little there? emojis. But, like, one of them was when he would play against Utah, it would be, like, Screw U, the Mormons? UU and then F you oh, on his fingernails, on his fingernails which yeah. is cool, I guess, to some people if you win. Right. But when you get your ass handed to you right, and you're yeah. talking trash – that, to me, is like a lame look. Uh, the crying after the game, his last game, in his mom's arms, so all the TV cameras could see him in out in the open. Bosom. A little yeah, strange look. because every single time they lost, he refused to talk to the media. Mm. That, to me, bothers, uh, that bothers me as far as, like, can he stand up to the criticism of right. the position in a big market city? I think that's all valuable. I haven't read anything where he's just a bad teammate. That, okay. That's not something I've that's, seen. That's good to know. It's just like, can the kid live up to the, the hype, the expectations, and how does he handle when things go south? That right. would be always my complaint as a USC fan, is it seemed as if when things were going the, the opposite direction, it wasn't he stood up and led the way. Right. It was he was the one leading, complaining about everything around him. That's good intel. That, that was my opinion, watching the team, hoping that they could figure something out, and they couldn't last year because right. they were absolute trash. And it just spiraled. You're right. Chris is right about that. So it, it's, and this is all stuff that the Bears have to figure out. Like, And what happens when the seas get stormy? How does he respond? You know, and, and guys, we, uh, we bring up the Notre Dame game from this past season yes. Yes. where he was the reason – they let that slip away the way it did against yeah. Notre Dame in South Bend. You go back to the year before, like Daniel Jeremiah suggested that to Waddle and Sylvie last week. Yeah. He's the total opposite. Mm-hmm. 
He is leading the way. He is making every play. He's scoring touchdowns. He's super dangerous in the red zone. He's making the throws. He's staying alive. He's doing everything. You know, but it was yeah. also a different game script. It was. They had the lead from the start. It was at home. Everyone's going nuts. On the road, things started to go south, and then he started throwing the football away. Yep. And point. the Irish fans started to get after you a little bit. Yeah, yep. and, and, and yeah, absolutely. And they couldn't recover. I mean, the defense was bad, but also he made bad decisions he in did. the first half yeah. of that game. It was and, his worst and, game. And the USC defense was bad all year. They weren't all just year. bad a little yes. bit. They were bad all year. Yeah. USQB Miller Moss after the record-breaking Holiday Bowl win. I don't think it's as much about me as it is about the team. The emphasis is really to come together as a team. No ego, no individual. It's about us as a team bonding together, and that's what we're going to focus on going forward. Who said that, York? That was the uh, U.S. Miller Moss, their backup quarterback. After the Holiday Bowl. After After the the Holiday Bowl. Bowl. Gotcha. So that was their focus after their quarterback decided not to play and concentrate on the draft, which a lot of players didn't play in bowl games and concentrated on the draft. I told you guys the quotes from the Bruce Feldman piece in The Athletic yes. about the downfall of their season was that uh, opponent, so other Pac-12 coaches would look at the way that they would walk into the stadium at home, and they said they, it was just a fashion show, that mm-hmm. these guys were there to pimp their you know, NIL deals and showcase how much money they have, and they weren't entering the Coliseum as a team, and they knew that they had games won by just watching them walk in mm. and... There was a comment about green shoes, and Caleb has been no, no uh, green shoes. victorious for wearing super hideous, fancy, expensive green It sounds shoes. like so a like lot of the problems were all the other things. You're right, yeah. Chris. It does. Yeah. It sounds like that's a lot of what went wrong. Yeah. And, you know, and I get it, too, about, like, the Notre Dame game, because we are, you know, more people probably watch that than most here, because it was Notre Dame. It was his worst game of the year. He threw three picks. He was, he was awful. And like Chris said, last year when the game script's a little bit better, and maybe this is a red flag, but when the game script's better than he is at home, he was great. He had four touchdowns against Notre Dame two years ago. My opinion on Caleb Williams, if he was going to the Carolina Panthers, I would say there would be concerns. This Bears team's ready to win, though. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, he's not walking into a team that he has to save. Right. He's walking into a team that should be competing, and he just has to be... Very good. Like, he doesn't have to carry the entire franchise, is what I'm kind of pointing He's to. He's walking into a team that has ascending. Yeah, and there's some, you know, you'd, you'd hope that there are big veteran, bold personalities that can help ease his transition, too. And maybe that is something that's helpful for a player like Caleb Williams, if indeed the Bears take him. All right, we got to take a quick break. We'll uh, get more of your thoughts on this. 312 332 ESPN. Crosstalk starts in about an hour. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. We're going to do a computer quiz at 2. We'll see how we do. Is 4 o'clock too early to have a steak? Uh, I don't think so. I, I, I kind of like, you know, what are you, Morty Seinfeld? I mean, uh, the, uh, the early I'm going to make my own steak. I'm going to go uh, to the butcher and pick up a steak, you know, and I'm going to cook one up. Okay. Well, well you're not going to eat me, after that, then. I'm going right? to go see my nine and a half, yeah, my nine and a half fingered butcher. Okay. That's too early, then. If, if you were going to give me a plan happen. where you get a steak in the afternoon and then dinner later, then well, I would who say, eats okay. dinner after six? You shouldn't be eating after six. You guys. said you were eating at four. 
I'm going right, to eat saying, at four, but, but my that's point it, that. is, that's it. Yeah. If I'm eating at four four thirty, that's it. There's no other meal for the night. That, okay, as long as you're it's doing over. that, that's it's a little fine. early. It's a little early. Well, listen, he's shortening the eating window. It's can good. you can you push it to four forty five? Maybe it Jeez. depends how long it takes to make. I by, mean, by the I'll way, get home at four. I'll be at the butcher. I'll be at the butcher till about four twenty. Appearance? What? Do you have any appearance at the butcher? <laughs> like, no, yeah. I go to my butcher. I mean, just yeah. hang out. A long time to be God. at the butcher. That's what wow. I'm saying. No, you got to shake hands. I'm like a politician in there. That's okay. why I you asked. Slap you have some backs. You got to make sure everybody's all right. You might have to go into the load. They got a pub in the butcher shop. Oh, they got a side place where you get some lunch. You can also grab yourself a cocktail there. Get out of here. Oh, yeah. So why don't you get lunch while you're there and then no. cook the steak later? Because I don't nah, want to eat after six. Time, I'm with him. The timing's off on I, that. I don't want to like, eat after six. Six o'clock is my uh, no-go zone. Okay. Six o'clock's my no-go zone. I'm healthy. I'm sorry. Yeah, All right. It is healthy. Yeah. God forbid I don't want to eat after six. Look By us. the way, that uh, Seinfeld episode was on last night. Was it? Mm-hmm. Damn yeah, the, it. I the one where they go get episode. the deals all the time. Well, it's, it's the one where, yeah, and it's the one where he buys uh, his father a Cadillac. A Cadillac. And I now he's that. walking around uh, in their community. Up. He and, got kicked off as the president. Yeah. I missed it last night. I uh, I watched I watched a little hoops for a while. I watched some NBA last night, but you know what? It was one of those nights where I was like, the NFL season's almost over. Yes. We got a little bit of a break where we can start really prepping later in the week and all next week for the Super Bowl. I'm like, you know, I, I could use a, I could use just a night. You could uh, use, I could use a break. So I put it is award season after all. So I put on one of the Academy Award nominated oh, movies. Which one, Carb? Did you watch Barbie? I did not watch Barbie, which sure. I still have to do. I watched the Paul Giamatti one, the Alexander Payne, uh, Paul Giamatti one, uh, the holdovers. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, we always say they don't make movies like that much anymore. And I guess if you look at the box office, you know why. Yeah. But it's quite good. It's touching. It's got a little bit of like, Alexander Payne's the guy who did Sideways, if you've ever seen that. If you like have. Paul Giamatti. Yeah. It's like a cross between Sideways and Son of a Woman. All right. And what is the, the thing? He's a board. He's an old crusty curmudgeon boys boarding school like preppy new england boarding school right uh professor so it's the robin williams movie the carpe diem one mm. is more of a cross are they standing on desks are they They're standing, not standing on, on desks? desks he gets stuck sees the day with a handful of kids that whose parents aren't around for the holidays over christmas right he has to stay and babysit them it whittles down to one is he blind he's not blind like incentive of a woman <laughs> he's, he's not blind, blind. he's no? not blind okay but he has some weird disease that makes him smell like fish. And believe it or not, that's a real thing. It's called fish odor syndrome. I never knew it until last night. Foss. Called, it's not called walleye? It's not called walleye vision. I had to pause the movie and look it up. Foss. It's a real thing. Can you imagine? I know a couple of ladies that... Uh, all right, that's enough. All right, I'm all getting right, that. We're nope. getting that. Come nope. on, dude. We were, we are you were asking all... for days off? What <laughs> are you trying to really, do? That's really You worked an extra half an hour for one day. That's really uncalled. And you're already trying to get days off? Like, that went out to the stream. I don't even know what, are you doing? Even know what you guys are crying it about. Do you, think it's, do you think it's male only? Paul Giamatti. Do you think it's male only? That's the question. Stop Move it. Move on. He's, okay. not, he's not blind. He's got, he says in the movie, he has, ready? Trimethylaminuria, if I'm saying right. Trimethylaminuria. I'm say it. I'm going to take your word it. It is an it. uncommon condition that causes an unpleasant fishy smell. And it's a faulty gene where the person doesn't produce an enzyme that breaks down protein properly. And I was like, wow. Anyway, he's not blind. But it's a touching kind of movie. But they don't, 
Is that what it's about? The fish smell? No, that's not what it's about. Oh. He said is he blind? <laughs> he's just like, but he's this old sort of, you know. I thought it was Paul Giamatti Lord, trying to help a kid not. that smells like a fish. No, Paul Giamatti's the one with it. <laughs> the only reason I brought that up is because Yurko said, is he blind? And I said, no, but he does have an affliction. But the best way I can describe it is scent of a woman meets sideways. And if you like that kind of thing, go check it out. I think he won the Golden Globe. I thought I saw him giving a speech I, at the Golden Globe. I think Globes. he did. Yeah, yeah he's he won did. a couple. He's, he fa- he's fantastic in it, as he always is. The movie's nominated for Best Picture. So I'm going to try to watch as many as I can over the next few weeks. Yeah. Squeeze. Could you imagine having a teacher that smelled like a fish? No. And the kid says to him at one point, he goes, do you mind rolling down the window because you smell like fish? <laughs> and he tells him what, dude, I paused the movie and I was like, wait, is that real? <laughs> I immediately, I paused, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's real. I had another joke in there, uh, but you guys are all, you know. Uh, I'm uh, sure we're thinking the same uh, thing. Oh, yeah. You guys are unbelievable. Man. How do you treat it? You don't. There's no cure. You smell like fish. <laughs> I know how. <laughs> the answer is not cranberry juice. He's going to the party. It's not cranberry juice. He's going to a Christmas party. <laughs> he takes, he takes like, Airwick, and he's spraying it on himself. Oh, boy. It's great. It is great. <laughs> But you know, they like, and I was looking at it. I was looking at some of this. Can I be funny? You are funny. You're a funny guy. But I think you'd actually like it. We'd all like it because we I, like I, I movies like it. that. Yeah, I we might don't, watch it. We don't need to watch Marvel movies only. You know, I mean, I think we all appreciate that type of filmmaking still. It doesn't happen often. But I, 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 listen, I, I'm pretty sure you guys will all like it. I watched Warrior yesterday. Warrior. Again, the Warrior. Old, old watched Warriors? it again. No, not Warriors. Oh. Where there are the What's gangs, Warrior? two gangs going against. Warriors is the Nick Nolte movie with uh, Tom Hardy about the two guys in the UFC battling against oh, each other. I haven't Very seen good movie. You haven't it? seen it. It's a little bit of a tearjerker. Is it? It'll pull at the heartstrings. Yeah. Broken family. All types of good stuff happening there. Right. I watched that. And I watched some uh, Loudermilk. Loudermilk? No, Loudermilk. not on Kirk Loudermilk, the former center for Minnesota Ooh. and Ohio State. Loudermilk, something that's on Netflix now. Really? Yeah. And it's not about Kirk Loudermilk. I watched three episodes yesterday. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's a show? On La- Loudermilk. If Since I we're watched, giving out. Yeah, it's no, a show. if I watch three episodes, it's a is show. it a show? What kind <laughs> right. of question no, it's is a, that? Loudermilk's got some decent people, hey, it looks like. Hey, Woodward and Bernstein. Any, any better got, questions? Uh, Ron Livingston. I like Ron Livingston. Will Sasso. I don't know if I know him. If I yeah, saw you him, do. I'd uh, uh, Mad TV, it. right? Yeah. If I saw him, I'd You'd know. recognize yeah. it. Sam Loudermilk, a former music critic and recovering yeah. alcoholic, is a substance abuse yeah. counselor and support group leader living in Seattle hey. who regularly doles out clever but acid-tongue critiques right. to his Ooh. clients. Oh, better Ooh. be careful, guys. Ooh. Better if people get offended in this Ooh. one. You better be careful. You know what I watched it's two nights ago? It's What you watch? I watched Under Siege. I love it. It was the original? Awesome. Yeah, Fantastic. Yes. yes. Fantastic. Under Siege. It's Seagal's yes. best movie. It's, the premise is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. The star of the movie. It's ridiculous. He's a chef. It's the it's aboard the ship. It's he Tommy gets Lee taken Jones. over. Tommy Lee Jones. That's actually his like first major well, role. Yes. For Red October. It was yes. the chef that was the problem to cook. Yeah, yeah that's on, right. On the ship, remember? The cook. They always hide the former CIA guys. Yeah. Yeah. Bam! It is or the Gestapo. by far Seagal's best movie. It's wildly entertaining. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. 
because Tommy Lee Jones is great yeah. and Gary Busey's great. Yeah. Busey's awesome in it. Uh, even the Playboy Playmate is yes. like oh, she's, yeah. she's Erica something. Yeah, her name what is what an um, actress. I'm not going to remember her name she now. She was on Baywatch. I, I looked was. it up while I was watching because I didn't recognize who she was. Uh, and she I was, was like, very Erica Elenick. Erica Elenick. I think it's Elenick. Elenick. I love the way she held her head in that one scene. She so is, wonderful. She's remarkably like charming in that movie, you know? Yeah. She, it's by far his best movie. It's a great call. I haven't seen that in a while. I'd love to give Under Siege. <laughs> it was awesome. Awesome. Gary Busey. I caught it at the very start, and I was like, "Should I do this? Oh, all right, I'm in." I'm, dude. If that, if I sit down and that thing's on, that's it. I'm, all, I am all in. You're all in. Siege. Fantastic. Erica Aleniak. Oh, she was a thing for a while. Ooh. Watch Louder Milk. Watch the first two episodes. Wow, how wonderfully offensive he is. Okay, it's a Louder great Milk. show. Never heard of. Goes it. Goes after a priest too. I it was about Kirk. And the priest comes back after him. It's wonderful. <laughs> Goes after a priest. Yeah. Uh, coming up after two, we're going to get our uh, computer test for the day. We'll see how miserably for we the fail. day we fail this. Well, each the, day we will quiz you guys. This, this is <laughs> just like the uh, the training we have to do. Yes. if you f- don't get a certain amount right, you, you have come to back keep again. taking it. That's right. It's like the no before you go training, you know, to protect you from uh, phishing scams. If we fail, we'll have to take another test. It looks like they need to give out a few more though. Crosstalk at two thirty. <laughs> Carmen and York. What's a right new one? Back. ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Big NFL news today. Ben Johnson is staying in Detroit. We will not take interviews this week with Washington and Seattle as originally was suspected. Kind of maybe opens up the door for Belichick to get a job after all. Looked like he might be the odd man out, but still two vacancies, Seattle and Washington. That was breaking news at noon. It was. It was that's huge. how we started the show. That's right. I mean, that's a big to-do. I think most Bears fans were happy to get him out of the division. Now that's, he's staying. Yeah, he's staying. He's sticking around. They're going to be intact going into next year. He's gotten the very best out of Jared Goff. Jared Goff, over the last two years, while Ben Johnson's been his coordinator, he's got the second most passing yards in the league. He's got the second-best touchdown-to-interception ratio in the league. He's got the third-lowest interception percentage in the league. He's got the, I think it was, oh, shame on me. I had it in the filter before, York, and I lost it. I have to go back and look. I think the 12th-best quarterback rating out of 60 qualified quarterbacks last year, uh, over the last two seasons, he's got the 12th-best quarterback rating. He's played his best. I'll take your word for it. I'd I'd agree with that. He's gotten the most out of Goff, and that offense has been dynamic. I think Bears fans were kind of happy to see him go. But the Bears will have to deal with him next year. Now, as Yurko continues to point out, the Bears have matched up pretty well against the Lions. They have played that team tough. You could argue they should have three wins in the last two seasons against the Lions. They don't. They have one because two games that they should have won but lost – were historic collapses. One in Detroit two years ago, and obviously the home game. Oh, no, both of them in Detroit, right? Or one, I think two years ago the game was here. This year the game was in Detroit. I believe so. Remember they blew the big game in the fourth quarter yes, last year in 2022 here at Soldier Field. Yeah. They've played them well, though. They've scored points on them. You know, they've, they've, they've played forced them well. five interceptions by the quarterback. Like, I mean, for a quarterback that hasn't thrown the ball away yeah. much, or, you know, or given the ball away yeah, much. The Bears do a good job doing that. Yes. So he will stick around and still be yeah. in the division, at least for next year. 
Let's go to UPS Roy. Hey, Roy. Roy. Hey. Hey, what's up, fellas? How are you, man? I'm just trying to survive this Texas heat right now. Oh, please. <laughs> it's 72 degrees down here. 72. Come on. I'm a little jealous. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Well, hey, one real quick fun fact I wanted to throw out there. Did you know there are 16 college football players that are making more money than Brock Purdy? <laughs> no, that's awesome, though, because <laughs> the NIL, yeah. that's, that's pretty funny. Um, I wanted to throw a couple of draft scenarios out there. One of them I heard, uh, not through a good source, obviously, social media, but I wanted you all to tell me if this is a realistic haul that we could get for the first pick. So what I saw was – uh, the Bears trade the number one pick to Atlanta. Um, we get their number eight pick. We get their second round pick and their third round pick this year. Next year's first and 2026 second, hmm. as well as Drake London. Wow. That seems like a whole heck of a lot, man. I mean, just on the like yeah. the pure point system alone, and then you're throwing in Drake London, who's what, a, a young th- going into year three, still cost so, control yeah. wide receiver. That I don't know. I mean, I'm, this is not my forte. I, to me, that seems like a whole lot, a whole heck of a lot. And Atlanta would be crazy. I mean, that is a lot. Yeah, That's but eight. They, they do got a long way to move, though, Carter. They do. They're eighth. So they'd be. But they, well, you know, me, but last year Carolina was ninth. Now this pick is worth more. I get that. But man, oh man, that seems like a lot. But uh, it's a deal. Oof, that's te- that's that's very interesting. Well, let me give you the one that I thought up real quick. My other my other scenario is the Bears trade one spot back to Washington. And we give them, obviously, we give them the number one pick. We get their second pick as well as next year's first and kind of pull off what we did last year and get maybe, maybe just Jahan Dawson. You're just not mm-hmm. moving that far down, though. That's the problem. You're not getting next year's first. Better chance because the the point disparity between the two right it's only equals a, couple a hundred second points. round pick is a second round pick so one of the maybe maybe the, we get our second round back that we traded for sweat now that, that could get be the one Roy. that's even higher get the one that's even higher is the one you want Roy thanks do you know what I'm saying yes you you drop one you get their second round draft choice right the one that's going to be like thirty fourth uh thirty fourth that's yeah, exactly something what it would like be. that thirty fourth thirty five depending upon where it's at yeah. You'd have to. I know where it's supposed to be and where it actually ends up. Yeah, yeah. And the Bears, I think, are the forty-first pick, yeah. maybe. But that's the one you want. You want no, the earlier the Bears one. don't have a second rounder. They I tra- know. Yeah, it's already Washington's. My point is that they've oh, got two oh, of those I, picks. I, I, yeah. I see what you're saying. No, yeah. it's okay. You want the high one. You want. I theirs. want the better pick. Yes. yes. I want their second round pick, not the one that the Bears have given them. A hundred percent. If they're going to move back one spot. Then I've got no problem. And then the move takes place. If somebody else wants to come in and they love Drake May or they love Jaden Daniels or they love somebody, you know. And I like Jahan Dotson, too. Roy, thanks. The problem is if you're convinced on Caleb, you're going to have to stay there and take him. It's all going to come down to what the Bears believe and which quarterback, if they're going to go that way, that they believe in. That's what it comes down to. That scenario only opens up is if um, by the only way, opens up if like what Yurko has said happens. They deem someone else their quarterback of the future. You know what I mean? That's yes. the only time that scenario op- opens up. London turns 23 this uh, year. Drake London is. Yeah, Drake London turns 23. It would be his third year. Yeah, it would be his third year. Yeah. Come on now. 72 and 69 receptions for not quite 1,000 yards. It's under 800, you know, under yeah. 900 yards. Uh, we got an hour to go. Crosstalk in 30. We'll have some fun next as uh, the boys are going to make us look silly. That's for sure. 
You can ring us up at 312-332-3776. We're back in two minutes.